it is messy it is sticky it is beautiful it is questionable it's a lot of things it's a lot of things we can name also a lot of things we cannot understand we can put a name on it but we can't really define it and that was something I struggled with for a really big chunk of my life since I could remember up to almost two years ago which I'm still learning (laughs) to love this life that God made purpose for I made this podcast for different but very pinpoint reasons very bulleted point reasons Corriendo with Kenya was I think always at a young age I had a very I have a very open heart um, and compassion towards others admiring others people the human body the nature of human the nature of the earth the world the ugly and the beautiful of it the meaning of it I saw the pain in situations and people in their eyes saw the suffering in myself and others in my circumstances situations in my circle I always wanted to help out do service to help out those who cannot help themselves who do not have a voice or the resources to be at least where they have the most basic things such as a house a shelter clothing and food and I thought I needed to go to these places always go to different places to help others right or to enter certain groups enter school enter apply process and even though yes you kind of do for some certain things that you want to do you do have to go to this process of training preparedness and even though I wanted to do all these things when I was little I wasn't really prepared I mean at a young age I wasn't prepared for this suffering or their backgrounds because I hadn't yet ever experienced that or known what that felt like to not have clothing or to not have food grateful that we always did have something 
and the people that raised me always found a way, made a way to get something on the table and have shelter. And now, as I'm older, learning about my identity in Christ, through Christ, I don't need to go far away because there is as great and much suffering here in those that have everything what the world portrays what the world looks like um, or define what the world defines successful and happiness there's great suffering in those that seem to have it all right mental health is rising why being deceived being lied thinking you do this get this date this person your problems vanish that you will be happy and if that doesn't work out go to the next thing but we don't ever really talk about God, talk about Jesus. Did I ever think I would talk about Jesus? No. Am I at the greatest relationship with Jesus? Not where I want to be, but I never thought that I could have this relationship with Jesus. I never thought making my prayer life daily would be essential. I never thought that I would have this craving to go to church. This desire to get to know more about God, even when I'm angry with Him. Even when I'm doubtful. It's still there, that desire and wanting more of Jesus. Because I know the things he said is true. The things, the promises that he gives us is true. But the devil and the enemy or the enemy will always try to make you doubt. To make you look the other way. Will always plant those questions those experiences to go astray from our shepherd, our Lord. And it wasn't until, like I said, almost um, in February, March, I believe. It's like right in the middle of winter and spring. <laughs> of two years ago was when I had these most beautiful encounters um, with God with Jesus 
beautiful encounters that will always be in my heart. A reminder of the love that God has for me. The love, the compassion, the mercy He has on me. Because in the time of my life where I was almost two years ago, I did not deserve mercy and I thought in my head I did not deserve happiness because I was just going really fast downhill and I thought that that was it, that was the way I was meant to live, to live in isolation, to live in destruction, to live in ugly place I thought I was meant to rot Um, very low dark time and I've had a lot of different times like that throughout my childhood the difference was was that in my childhood even though I had these dark experiences dark times I had good distractions. I had school and I had Taekwondo. I had sports and I had uh, other other people that weren't family, that weren't people that I was always with them. I had teachers. I had other adults that did have good hearts and sincere hearts and love for students, for them to thrive. And I am grateful I did. I had those good distractions. Even though they didn't talk to me about God or Jesus. But they were good distractions because even though I saw all these negative things in my life. They showed me good things. Um, acts of kindness. By taking me out. Um by showing me new places, by teaching me or helping me with my grades, helping me with my schoolwork. And I also had friends, right? (laughs) When you're a kid, um, all you want to do is have fun with other people. You want to try new things with other people or be with people that have similar similar likes and as a kid we kind of like everything (laughs) you you, you're not limited you don't feel limited you're not aware but as I got older and I no longer did sports no longer I had quit taekwondo and I mean I was older I didn't my parents the people that did raise me were no longer you know on my head to do this do that constantly then after school well there was no more teachers no more adults I guess people that I could go to for wisdom for advice and when I look at that now I mean 
there always is there always is somebody that you can go to but in that time I just didn't know and I didn't trust I was slowly losing trust and slowly isolating myself again because I didn't have that guidance um we we promote the world promotes a lot of physical health and mental health right how much money goes into that but you don't ever really hear much about um spiritual guides and i'm not talking about spiritual guides as in um those people that show you how to open your third eye that show you or they talk about the world and the earth and mother nature and affirmations i'm not talking about those um i'm talking about spiritual directors as in um those who have been many years um that give their life to god constantly that really live by their faith i didn't have that and even though yes i did go to a catholic church i I, and this is not to bash on the church or anything, it's just simply my story, my, through my lens, through my eyes. Um, when you go through a lot of pain at a young age, and especially sometimes through the church, through family, you take those bad experiences, those, those troubled troubled times you take it out on the world on everybody you look at everybody the same you look at every church the same you look at certain people the same men or women right and so that's what i was doing i was creating this reality in my own head and on my own mind this reality um, that I thought was real so as I got older like I said I was losing that those connections those um people in my life those good distractions um and i had allowed i had opened those doors that those cries of help that pain and suffering those silent cries those silent tears right the enemy is very good at isolating you making you think that you are not worthy, that nobody hears you, that you are alone, that you are ugly, that no one will ever like you, that you have no friends, that you have no family, that nobody loves you, right? That's what the enemy does best, is lie and doubt and always lead you astray from God. So I had 
of course, I mean, unconsciously open these doors to what I thought um, was fun, was, was, yeah, I thought it was fun, I thought this was good, it made me feel good, so I started doing these things and unconsciously, like I said, not knowing that I was slowly isolating myself, that I was slowly losing myself, losing morals, losing trust. trust Um, but do we ask ourselves what does that mean do we sit down for a moment and really conversate what does that even mean to yourself am I trusting the right people do I have people that I can trust why Am I not trusting people when I know those people want me to do good when they haven't done anything yet to make me not trust them? So why yet do I not trust or go to them when I have these feelings or thoughts? church because usually um, I either go to the chapel and pray or spend a little time with God, you know, in the church by myself or pray pray the rosary Um, pray something talk to God in the mornings I tried to because, I mean, I woke up, I gotta give him thanks. I try to make that a part of my routine, just like eating breakfast. And some days, of course, I don't. Some days, I guess to me. So as I go and opened up this episode with resistance, I don't, I don't even know if I did. Um... I was reading this book by Matthew Kelly called Resisting Happiness. I found it one day about, I think it was last week. It was really recently. I was uh, in my church. There's a library where they have this section of free books and I grabbed it. All that day, honestly, was very 
good thanks to the holy spirit because i that day i was facing a lot of temptation and trouble a lot of worry and anyways everything had worked out i had even talked to my pastor you know with confession and um even guidance because sometimes you really do just need somebody to talk to right when we let this big when we let this little problem stay it can grow it will grow actually if you don't get rid of that problem or dismiss it sometimes it really is just simply a dismissal and other times it's something we do really need to take care of anyways i had let these problems bubble up and or this thought bubble up and i'm glad i went to church right spent that little time with god and i didn't even i didn't even think i was going to talk to my pastor and i did i did he was available perfect timing and of course me going to the library grabbing this book it all worked out and right as i got it that same day i started reading it and on the first page it said what is resistance right because this book is about resisting happiness never did i really like i said sometimes we always hear these words that we always hear all the time right responsibility happiness um empathy fairness compassion respectfulness but do we really know what that means do we ever stop a moment and actually read the definition of it or ask ourselves right how do these words play into my life so i was reading resistance and it said it's the sluggish feeling of not wanting to do something that you know is good for you it is the inclination to do something that you unbashedly know is not good for you and it's everything in between it is a desire and tendency to delay something you should be doing right now. And that's the thing that I underlined the last sentence. So I'll say it again. Resistance is the desire and tendency to delay something you should be doing right now. Resistance is a constant enemy. It will resist you from praying. It will resist you from talking, speaking out loud or talking to loved ones it will resist you from reading those books that you piled up it will stop you from starting that business starting that group starting that conversation starting that workout plan starting that healthy diet plan resistance is a constant enemy sometimes it will beat you and sometimes you will take that victory so when I had read this book and I'm still reading it I've been reading it pretty good that's because that's another thing that I've been um that I noticed I used to love reading. I loved reading as a child. I loved reading. I was always in the libraries at a young age. And then I think in... No, I was still either in... Even in high school, but I didn't read as much. Ooh, kind of. But I was always reading. I loved reading different sections in the library. 
scary books, talking about nature books, animal books, um, fiction, nonfiction. Um, I found some good authors and would always read, try to read all their books. And this stopped for a good chunk of my life after high school. Honestly, right after high school, a lot of things were on stop or on delay. On delay, a lot of resistance there. I let resistance defeat me and I thought I was defeated forever. So, as I'm reading this book, reading how just relatable it is, how much I needed to work on and acknowledge and kind of angry but being angry in a good way to motivate me and to fight back and take my life back in control but also knowing I am not always right I'm not always sure not always perfect but I know that God is so I take it to him and that can be difficult too taking things to God it can be the most littlest things but it's the littlest things that when you don't take care of it becomes the worst enemy resisting this podcast (laughs) resisting going to school resisting a career resisting happiness resisting 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 and as I keep reading was reading other books and was reading the bible landed on another word ponder discern ponder is to think about something carefully especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion i know a lot of us be thinking a lot and we either avoid that decision or we complete it we make that decision again it fell back to resisting i would put it behind me i would move that aside but again it would always come back and as i keep reading as i'm going along i end up looking other videos i'm really just kind of going i'm like i did not ever even think i was gonna get to where i am I was resisting today. I was resisting to pray, to talk to God. I was resisting letting my feelings out, um, letting my anger out. I was resisting on getting up, even. I was having trouble getting up because of something that I had done that was wrong that was not um, okay 
I know a lot of us can relate. We're not perfect again. But I didn't want to take care of this issue. I know I had done something wrong and I wanted to avoid it. I wanted to put it aside and not deal with it. And so as I was driving, I was going to go to church and I realized I went at the time when it was during lunchtime and it's like our lunch. And so they were going to be closed and I was just in the parking lot really and just talking there to God. (laughs) Sometimes we put a lot of, a lot of excuses why we can't do things and I was making a lot of excuses. Well honestly really dumb excuses <laughs> to not talk to god and i keep driving i go back home and i realized mm, i'm hungry that's another one of the excuses i made was that i was just hungry and i started reading i started i don't remember i was watching a video and it all led to a bunch of writing <laughs> a lot of reading and I was, I am shocked. I am, honestly, as I sit here and look at the writing that I did, right? Learning these words that I didn't even think I needed to know the definition of. It made me, it brought light to that. It brought light to that confusion that I'm going through. It's bringing light to that pain that I'm going through is bringing light to that doubt, that worry, is bringing light to that frustration, exposing those lies, exposing that ugly and truth. It's exposing the truth. When that is exposed, where do you go from there? Well, taking responsibility. Yep. Taking responsibility. Not fun. We like to instead complain and ask why me? Like me. Why does this happen to me? Why does this have to happen to me? Why am I going through this? why like this um the video that i was watching this guy um he has a physical disability and he says why those people that always ask why he calls them whiners and i thought that was funny because sometimes yes you gotta (laughs) admit i mean i'm that whiner i'm that complainer i'm that person that um keeps making excuses you gotta take responsibility Yes, you you didn't deserve whatever happened to you. But how can I make this circumstance to my advantage? This ugliness that I'm going through to my advantage. Research. Read. Doing things that you have not done when you ad- got to admit to yourself you have not done in such a long time. That could be the most littlest thing, self-care. Going on a walk, 
talking to your siblings, bonding with your siblings? How about having a conversation with your grandma and grandpa? Volunteering to take care of your, if you have any little kids in your family, taking them out. The most littlest things. And that is taking a step to responsibility. This question that came to me, I right now I cannot remember where this question came from. Oh, yes I do. I got an email. And to be honest, when I started this podcast, I didn't, um, in me, I just wanted to do things. I know I, I have a lot of ideas and I'm like, but I just never did. I would just kind of start a lot of things and just leave it at that. And so this podcast, I started it because again, I just like to always try new things new projects but never really seeing where it goes with it just doing it because of doing it because I know I had to uh, do something with that creativity with those gifts and talents doing it because I know when I was just talking about this from the beginning, doing it because I wanted to give voice. I wanted to give voice and light to these dark situations, dark circumstances, experiences in my life so that others can relate to it. will make others feel like they're not alone because I said before I said it in the beginning right because now we're just talking about where okay where is this going Kenya well because I said in the beginning as a young kid I wanted to do service I wanted others to help others and I thought you had to go to these other places right the most poorest countries or um, places of deep suffering but where I am now there's a lot of suffering saying how can I use this and I was just kind of doing it for different reasons some of it was myself right to give just I don't know just a way to talk to be comfortable but also at the same time I didn't really want to talk about those uncomfortable and dark experiences that I wanted to talk about I wanted it to be be a place where people can relate to voice that can say oh I'm also going through that or I also went through that a place of healing as well through those wounds that are deeply hidden but as you noticed if you do listen to my podcast I think in almost every of them or some of them it's not many episodes but I always find myself talking about God 
and so that's another reason about this podcast not just my this podcast but in everything in my life I do I want it to give glory to God because he's done so much for me in my life and even if people say okay why does this girl always talk about Jesus or God like what's the big deal of it it's a really big deal it's a really big deal for me because I know the things that I was in and I know the things he has gotten me out of and I wanted to share that to other people in a place where there is spiritual suffering in a place where there's a lot of suffering mentally and if I can be that voice that pointer to the direction of Jesus to point others to Jesus I want to be that I want to be a part of that because not only is it helping me healing me defining me correcting me establishing me strengthening me but it's also giving all the glory to God because only he is the way the truth the life only he can feel that missing piece in your life only he can give you true rest in a world in a place full of restlessness i mean do you ever don't you find yourself how is it that even we're tired when we really haven't done anything but there's a reason why we're tired don't let other people tell you just because oh how are you tired you're only a stay-at-home mom or you're only you're not even working you don't have kids you don't have full-time job how are you tired we are tired internally spiritually we are tired so i want to give give light be able to be that light and not be ashamed of the things that i went through so i will be honest i will not be afraid i think i said that even in my first episode I said, I don't want to be ashamed of my voice. Because I think I did that for a very long time. Almost my whole life is being ashamed and being scared. And well, I'm going to just leave it at that. hope this was um, a message to somebody that needed to hear this right this was a more like this that this that (laughs) kind of episode more a little more serious Um, that will definitely commit to those things committing myself to God Because once God has you, (laughs) it's not easy going back 
as much as you want to go back to these old habits you you don't want to i mean those desires start going away they really do they start going away as much as you want to fight against god you can't you will never win so this is my podcast corriendo with kenny and i will see you next time on my next episode Thank you for listening.